remember what year it came out but there was, was a that? movie there was a movie called There's the changeling oh uh was that angelina jolie no i was thinking of the changeling the movie yeah it was called it was called the changeling no or was that's it just, just called changeling, changeling? was yeah, it just it changeling the changeling is a 70s horror movie um well uh 1980 sorry 1980 starring george c scott Oh, okay. I had never heard of that, but uh, yeah, I've seen that. That's it's it's. Oh, you know what's famous? You've probably seen this famous scene of a ball bouncing down the stairs of like a uh-huh. big fancy manor, and like yeah. a man standing in a hallway watching it like roll like in front of him. Right. Does that sound familiar at all? Like a spooky thing, like a scary thing. Yeah, and yeah, I think I've heard that's very famously from a move from the Changeling from 1980 is a red. I think it was red yeah. rubber ball bouncing down some stairs uh, by a ghost sensed by a ghost. Oh, wow. So you're not familiar with the Clint Eastwood, uh, uh movie from 2008. I, I guess. am actually, uh, oh. now remind me, was that based on a true story? I have no clue. I'm just literally is. pulling it up right I now. It I, was was. I, I, I think it was. Loosely oh yeah. Based. Real life events. Yep. Yeah. Loosely here. based. Mira Loma. But, but terrifying. The Wineville, 1928 Wineville Chicken Coop Murders. Interesting. Yeah, I didn't. that movie got bad reviews. I remember when it came out, and oh. I never saw it, never watched mm-hmm. it. So I don't know. I don't know about it. I just think of that when like other things come out that have the same names as other properties. But sure, the, sure. the movie we're talking about had a uh, novel, right? Based on yes. a novel. Although uh, there are some very clear uh, connections Mm-hmm. To between the two films, and there's a reason for that. The word mm. changeling, right? That means something. There's a historical precedent for what changeling means. Yeah, there has to be, right? Because there's. So oh no, many I things. know what it is. Yeah, give it to me, please. Uh, so I was listening. Have you ever heard of the podcast Lore? Mm, it sounds vaguely, vaguely familiar. It but... would be familiar because it was also an uh, HBO show, I think. They made oh. like a two two seasons of a show uh, about basically just doing um, just doing episodes of the show. But oh, that uh, sounds familiar. Yeah, the, the 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 show itself is the guy. I've been I've been kind of stalling because I was trying to look up his stupid name and it, I just cannot find it, even on his uh-huh. own website. Aaron Aaron Menke. Aaron Menke does the show. It's just him talking about. Uh, where lore comes from, basically, like, mm. uh, and in this specific episode is where f- the lore of fairies come from. Comes mm. from. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the lore, f- the lore of fairies is that they're troublesome trickster creatures, right? From yeah. Irish, I think, or Scottish, maybe, from that area of the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, but one of the tricks and evils that they perform is uh, they will replace a baby. They will steal a baby. From someone and then take the place of the baby and transform to look like the baby so oh. that the mother would then raise this creature as if it was her own child but it's really but the child has been already taken possibly devoured uh-huh 
and they are actually raising this monster. So it's just like a trick. It's like a trick. Well, like they played I mean, a, they played I would a say dirty, it's worse than a trick, right? <laughs> they play, I mean, the, that's from their point of view. That's what they think they're doing is just no. I think a, they understand that it's evil. I think they, I think they're oh, down okay. with evil. So I think fairies they're bad. are evil. I think they're bad. Oh wow! Uh, in this particular case, okay. I think they're generally considered like they're they're doing their own thing. Right, but they could be supernatural, anyway. preternatural, metaphysical. It was the episode of lore that explained that to me, and I was like, "Holy crap!" Yeah, fairies are terrifying. But that was also very clearly just an old time version of figuring out what happened with postpartum depression. Like that's oh, basically okay. what they were. That's what they were basically doing, right? Just giving a reason for it. On your same thing on the wiki, it says uh-huh. fairy is sometimes used to describe any magical creature, including goblins or gnomes. Ah, makes sense. Ethereal creature or a sprite. fey creature, right? But like something from the fey realm, so the magical realm. Mm. That's what a, uh, maybe mm-hmm. that's what they mean by like a fairy could just mean a magical creature. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. That makes sense. But that's not how most people obviously today would. Uh, uh, would I don't would know that if you said changeling, I don't think that means anything really in, in no, no, modern fairy. parlance. No, I mean, just the word fairy. Oh, fairy. No, yeah, of course yeah. not. That means yeah. a, a pretty innocent kind of nice. La- a, a girl, a, a, a magical tiny girl with wings. Tinkerbell type bullshit. Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, so. But, so in, this, in the film Changeling, yeah, yeah. Uh, Angelina Jolie uh, and the woman she uh, portrayed she in real life uh, w- lost the baby. And then the police were like, here's a baby. That's yours. And she was like, this is not my baby. And they oh. were like, yes, it is or else. Right, right. And, and what are you going to do if you're a woman in 1920s? I think she got the or else. She got what? I think she got the or else. I think she got oh, put oh. into an asylum. Oh wow! Oh wow! She maybe she meant her her character from Girl Interrupted in there. Anyway, <laughs> um, yeah. So that's the changeling is like the idea of like a baby swap for an evil something purpose like or something like that. Okay. Maybe. Okay. Yeah, I could totally see that with this show. It seems like something's uh, we don't see any babies getting uh, taken or anything, but we do no, but see where some would fairy we, tale. Where's the show, Dan? What is the show? <laughs> what do you mean? The Changeling on Apple TV Plus, right? Okay. I mean, we haven't really covered the uh, the the basis of the show. Well, we did cover it on the upcomings. Ooh, um, that's right. But for those that didn't know, yeah, the Changeling follows um, a lot of different time periods, kind of connected mm-hmm. loosely to to one uh, or maybe two different people. We know for sure I think it follows the guy. They're teasing us with the connections. Yeah. Right. 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 Um, and so this is funny to me, and this might this is like a weird. Uh, set up for it on IMDb. Mm-hmm. It says set in an alternate New York City. Okay. Which I think is interesting because uh, sure. we haven't really seen in the first episode anything necessarily alternate. Right, exactly. Uh, a father and husband searches through a magical world for his abducted son and missing wife. Okay. okay. So that tells us something that we didn't know was going to so happen. That's, so, so we looked into this show for the upcomings and I don't remember how deep we got into the story i'm afraid we might have gotten too deep because after seeing the first no. episode one major thing that i know that happens in the show hasn't yeah. happened yet well everything from the trailer oh. we only went off the trailer from what i recall like we were okay. literally going off maybe nope. wiki Good. maybe trailer. I, i'm it. glad yeah. that we didn't spoil anything because i yeah. do know a thing that happens a major event that happens and it does not happen in the first episode so i'm not going to mention okay but uh but yeah i I am struggling with the description, uh, with the word in that description, magical. I think right. that they should lead with the fact that this is a horror show. 
Yeah, dude. No, it totally has. Uh, I mean, they call it. It's it's confusing. This is all very confusing, and I think it's what I summed it up with. I'll just jump straight to like a kind okay. of a conclusion I came to, which is that. This is based on a novel, and it's one of those things where the novel can juggle all these time periods and different mm-hmm. things going on. And when you try and do that in a, in a TV show, especially like an establishing type first episode, you cram in a lot of stuff, and you can lose kind of some sentiment there and, and like ideas of like what kind of genre things you really want to sure, do. Sure, I can see that. Yeah, yeah, like maybe you're pulling from this, pulling from that. The voiceover tells us it's a fairy tale. So mm-hmm. immediately we're thinking. I was like, yeah, more, I agree. I, I I hated that the voiceover kept talking fairy tale, and yes. none of the rest of the show was really messing with that with that vibe. Yeah, I mean, we have that lady who's the uh, the witchy lady, um, mm-hmm. but wonderful um, witchy lady. What a what an awesome casting, acting, makeup. Yeah, she's great. Great, she's scary. And I actually, I have a um a sister in law who's uh, Brazilian. And, no, I thought uh, you were going to say who's a witch. Oh, well, I was going to say, okay, so I brought up to her. I was like, hey, this new uh, Apple TV show is like, because she's like immigrant from Brazil. Like she speaks English, okay. but fluent yeah. fluent Portuguese. And I was just like, hey, there's like a moment, like this character goes off to Brazil and she's going to go meet a witch doctor. And I was like, this doesn't seem like a great portrayal of Brazil. And she's like, no, we're pretty witchy people, actually. So I was like, oh, yeah, okay. I was like, true. all right. I was like, that's fair true. enough. So this is actually maybe kind of in line, like that makes sense as a place to go to for this to happen. And we don't really know why mm-hmm. she went to Brazil, right? We have no clue the connection necessarily, right? She just no. all of a sudden is like, I'm going to Brazil and Well, that's it. it doesn't seem like all of a sudden. It's actually, mm-hmm. it appears to be a plan that she's had for a while uh, because mm-hmm. Apollo, the Keith Stanfield's character, has been trying to ask Clark Bacco's character, Emmy, uh, out for this is the seventh time she says yes on the eighth um, and she's been saying no to him because she already had this plan she I think oh, she could okay. tell that he was a good dude and she would like it and she wasn't and that wasn't she was pretty sure she was going to be gone so uh-huh, uh-huh. there was no point in starting a real relationship right okay but he, he wears her down and uh, I don't know if it forgives the uh the fact that uh he basically like uh bothers her to death uh, or to to, right. to give up well, uh the voiceover says something like some people might call it stalking i was like well, a lot of people might call it stalking the, well the only thing i'll say is that it, it, in the context of how they edit it because they show his dad literally doing that with doing his mom thing. yeah and, and so and, and actually for 10 years or nine years from 68, she mm-hmm. doesn't come through on, like, the yes answer till 77. So Although, I was like, whoa, that's that's intense. With the dad, yeah. and uh, we should say uh, these are um, Apollo's parents. Uh, his mm-hmm. dad is uh, – Apollo's mother works at a uh, modeling agency as a secretary. And Apollo's dad, mm-hmm. she's a, a black lady, uh, Adina Porter is the actress – uh, I don't know. I haven't seen his, her much. I don't think the dad's name, but uh, he's a a white. Uh, what's he? What is his job? He's the parole officer. Oh, I didn't know what he exactly. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, he goes to get get uh, round up some uh, criminal or something like that. Yeah. No, he's checking on. Right. He's checking on oh, his okay. parolee, uh-huh. uh, the, the, her boss, uh, which that gets her fired. That pisses her off, uh, and then he starts. And this is where this was the point I wanted to make. We don't really get an idea of how he courts Lillian. He, we just see three occasions where he's standing at the <laughs> stoop of her brownstone and she says no. 
Yeah. And she says it twice. And then the third time we see it, she says yes. Right. But And they, they, they tell us strange. it happens over the course of nine years. We don't know how often he showed up. No. Like, we don't know how much he bothered her. Like, we don't know how, like, their relationship was outside of just no. Right. Uh, we do see Apollo do it. And uh, while it is at her work, that's it's both good and bad because she can't leave there. She has to stay there. So she's a captive mm-hmm. audience, but it is a right. library and he is a book lover. So he's there. He's, yeah. It's not like he's going out of his way to be there. Right. And then, yeah, he wears her down. She says, yes, uh, but yeah, she's going to Brazil. All this seems somehow faded. Like there's like a fate element to all this too, right? Like there's something that's like bringing these people together kind of, I don't know. There's something going on, I think. Yeah, and that's where the fairy tale it, idea it, comes in right. a little bit. It feels I guess. like a story being told. It feels like a story that's unfolding, like, and you can see it unfold. You With can see, destiny like, the, as like a, mm-hmm. some kind of thing at play. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. yeah. Um, so let's see. Oh, and they go to the same Asian restaurant. So the, the, the two oh, right. couples, the 1977 mm-hmm. parents of Lakeith Stanfield's character. Yeah. yeah. They're eating at an Asian restaurant. They say the same line. Oh, one of the same, one of them says the mm-hmm. same line, right? Mm-hmm. One sad story is enough for the night yeah. or whatever. So you kind of get they this generational yeah. thing is going on. Yeah. There's some kind they of also, repeating. we should slide in here that, uh, Lakeith Stanfield's name is Apollo. Because right. they went to watch Rocky. Right. And then when he was born, they he wanted to call him Rocky, which yeah, that's funny. wouldn't work. Yeah. And he says, I shouldn't name a black kid Rocky, right? Right, right. And to which his mom says, we should name him Apollo. Yeah. And, she's, and he's like, yeah. Yeah, and that's what gives you another sense of like, Apollo, obviously a Greek god. And mm-hmm. uh, I'm glad that Lakeith uh, references that. Like we hear him bring it up as like a, a joke kind of a thing. But I feel like there is something truthful that's going to maybe come about um, because not because of the name, but inherently in something related to, you know, the magical mm-hmm. nature of what's whatever's going on. I don't know. Uh, 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 we get a lot of talk about I have three things uh, listed dreams, wishes, fairy tales, but I'm going to add curses. Uh, uh-huh. These these aspects and not dreams i guess but wishes fairy tales curses these these like metaphysical aspects of like desire basically right i want Mm. something to make me happy i want Uh that person to be hurt by an outside force i want i want to like mold the world with just my will and like Mm -hmm. no necessarily not necessarily any action or inaction Uh which actually kind of bums me out about how she gets the curse so you want to you want to mention what she does in brazil wait but why why for sure what's the what, what's the curse aspects because like okay so she meets this lady the lady says uh i'm gonna grant you three wishes mm-hmm. does she agree to, to the idea of like the tying of the thing well or she is it thrust on her yeah but she does make the wishes I think and, that's the that's well, and the, she's already she, she's kind of it's kind of implied she's already cursed because she even went to that lagoon knowing that something was going to happen because they told her oh, not to go. Sure, but that I think that was trying to just sell. I agree that yeah, it's possible that we're going to come back to that and it, that was all faded, but I think at, at least at the beginning they're trying to like tie that into like a sort of her personality which is yeah. very different from Lakeith's. Lakeith's is oh. very go with the flow, get, go along to get along. And he's more and a bookworm. He doesn't seem adventurous necessarily like right. uh, she is. Yeah. So she's so they're definitely using that cuz she when she tells him that she did that, she tells him, "But I didn't listen" or something like that. She she like right. adds like a little snotty like remark. That cut was funny when they cut from the super serious thing cuz like in the trailer it's made to feel like a dire 
crazy thing, which in the uh, moment it, it, or in the context well, yeah. of the whole show, it will be, but will the way they cut it. contextualize it for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they do a hard cut because he's just, she's just relaying a story to uh, Lakeith Stanfield about this whole thing. And it sounds kind of nuts uh, when you hear the story that somebody did this and, oh, could this really mean anything? Obviously, Lakeith doesn't know he's in a magical world because he wouldn't have done that. Probably, I would think. No, of course. Right? You if you follow heard... all the magic rules if you know <laughs> yeah. you're in, in, a, in a magic world. Although, he has been ignoring uh, some of the, um, we can call it magic, but I'm going to say nightmarish uh, type of hellscapes he's been experiencing since he was a kid with his dad, right? Like in the dream, he calls them dreams, but they're really like nightmares, I think. Um, yeah, he describes them strangely. He doesn't. Mm-hmm. He doesn't seem to be getting the effect that the audience is supposed to be getting. Right, uh, right. Well, and, and I think that's going to, obviously that's going to reveal later or you said you have some knowledge well, about. we got a little bit. It. Yeah, I got a little bit of extra stuff. So we're going to deal, we're going to like, uh, I'm going to sprinkle a little bit of possible spoilers for like the first three apps. But I'll say mm-hmm. this show is striking. And uh, if you're okay with mm-hmm. a horror, uh, a horror that's going to have to do with mothers and babies and family, uh Mm-hmm. This might be one to check out the first episode at least, see if it vibes with you. Yeah, I heard um, the Watch podcast talking about this uh, show too, and they were pretty harsh on it. Like one of the guys specifically was kind of like, they try and do too much, they're showing too much, or like too much cutting between things and this and that. And I think that's kind of, I kind of get that point, and that's where I yeah, mentioned totally. about the book stuff. But mm-hmm. a lot of this is set up too for, I think it, the pace is going to slow down. Things will be a little more deliberate in mm-hmm. uh, other episodes because it's only eight. It's only eight episodes, so it's not like it's And I, it crazy seems long. like a limited series. It doesn't seem yeah. like the type of thing that can keep going. Uh, yeah. But like I, I was going to say, I don't know how much of this is, I don't know how much of the stuff that I learned is outside of the first episode. It was kind of blurry to me. Uh-huh. But uh, well, there's only the three dad, out, so it has to be one of those. And we wrong. know the dad do you know what happened to the father he just disappeared he just says he, he disappeared just when he was four yeah You're right mm-hmm. so there's an aspect to the nightmares that are re- that's really cool yeah there's this there's this super cool logic uh i don't know who directed this i wish i had that information oh right i got it right hand. here melina uh, matsukis right oh you're right written uh, by kelly marcel but yeah melina matsukis how whatever she does the way that she delivers dream logic visually is great it's so good and it's pretty unnerving just shy of scary Mm -hmm. uh there's a repeating motif the first time he has a nightmare that of this kind he's a little boy he's shirtless getting ready to take a shower like or a bath uh, by himself like in a way that doesn't make sense. Like a little boy, this little would not be taking a bath by himself, not mm-hmm. like this. Mm-hmm. The water is so hot, the, it's steaming really, really like hot. Like there's a lot of steam coming out of the tub. Little boy, little yeah. little chubby boys. Like It's almost not even it's steam. Like, it's like uh, smoke, fog, right? Or something, almost. fog, yeah. yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. When he hears the knock at the door, he goes to the door. The little boy goes to the door, opens the door. It's a man in a very tight, very dark blue mask that he tears to reveal his father. Uh, who starts growling or grunting at him in sort of an, a monstrous voice before billowing basically the smoke monster from uh, Lost. Yeah, that's what I was uh, thinking of. Yeah, because without yeah. the typewriter noise. Oh, was there a typewriter noise? Not the typewriter. It was a well, typewriter was part of it, but uh, hmm. not the typewriter. It was a uh, the printer. The what are the dot matrix printer? Oh, that you know that thing. Oh, interesting. It's part been of so that, long that was since the I've main seen that. sound I think ah. of the smoke monster. Ah, it also damn. had a roar That's of a lion, I believe. Oh, okay. 
It's one of those things, I, yeah, where they were like using a bunch of sounds, like uh, mm-hmm. what do they say for like Jurassic Park, like the sounds they used oh, for like, yeah, T Rex. Yeah, yeah. That's I forget what it was now. I forget if, what. It, if you what if you the listener gets a chance, go look into how they made the sounds of the dinosaurs. Super interesting. Yeah, I think Star Wars got a bunch of that kind of stuff too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um. So yeah, it looks really good. Uh, I should mention the voice yeah. of the narrator. We've mentioned a couple oh, times. That is the book's author. That is the author of the book. Oh, interesting. Because I couldn't cool, identify. Right? Yeah, I was trying to pinpoint if I knew. It was a celebrity. Yeah. Yeah, and I had no clue. Um, it sounds like a normal person, kind of. So kind of, yeah. It's interesting. I mean, yeah, kind of is. Yeah, uh, we should talk about the very, very beginning of this show, uh, and how it's uh, framed. Uh, somehow, we are going to connect the events of this of this uh, horror fairy tale to fifty-two Norwegian settlers crossing the the Atlantic. Okay, possibly. Okay. And uh, and the narrator says it was impossible for them to cross the Atlantic. They would have only made it with help. Right. And, and so, do we see that help? Yeah, I don't. I have no clue. Like uh, maybe we're get, we're getting maybe there. there's something. But, but here, here's me, what I tell can me. tell you. Here's tell what I, here's what I put together a little bit of. Okay. Very very broadly. So we're told by. Uh, oh God, I'm so bad with character names. Main <laughs> ladies <laughs> Emmy. Emmy's best friend at the dinner that they have dinner. She tells him the th- uh, the wishes, whatever, right? And she tells him the context of like meeting this tells him two. Norwegian. She tells him two out of three. Yeah, she tells two out of three. So we're not sure it's what the important. third one is. It's important that she doesn't get the third one out. Yeah, exactly. Because we're still wondering what that is. But it's she tells us uh-huh. she took this nude photo with a Norwegian photographer in yep. Brazil. Or at least with his camera, she didn't take it specifically for specifically, him. Specifically, the way she did it was she he had his camera on a tripod. They were out in the woods somewhere by themselves. He said, "I gotta go pee," and goes off into the jungle to pee. While he's gone, she sets the camera to auto take, runs in front of the camera, takes her dress off, takes a nude picture. But also, the friend mm-hmm. says that she had a look on her face like she yep. was possessed. Something was like yeah. really eerie about like she like, said something like she looked like a sorceress, right? Or something like right. that. Yeah, it was a good image. It was good writing in terms yeah, of yeah, like cool. generating cool. the imagery. The way they said it, yeah, yeah. And so you're starting to think about because this guy's Norwegian. Why are we why are we even mentioning the fact of like where this guy's from, other than the fact that it's somehow related? Uh, well, there is the one reason why you would need to know that because uh-huh. the last part of that story is that. Uh, this Norwegian photographer uh, put the picture up in his gallery. Someone bought it, and it is now it is right now hanging in Norway in right. a shop in a shop window. Right, right. Like a picture and of his what, nude wife is hanging in a shop window in Norway. Yeah, and that's the reason I think obviously at some point because if uh, Lakeith is trying to find his wife and child, he will be led back to Norway. I believe. Now, right? this is she tells him this story. Because she tells him, I love that move you made with cutting that string off. I got to tell you, mm-hmm. uh, we didn't talk about that. Technically, he cut it off. I I, I think yeah. that that should Why? count as her. She did not cut it off. Oh, she, oh interesting. They told her not to cut like it off. Like loophole. They, but the uh-huh. only rule was with the with the witch doctor was it when it falls from your wrist or like when it comes off your wrist. Mm-hmm. It wasn't how it comes off your wrist, you know. So it wasn't That's true. Like, 
Yeah, so it kind of, and it's a string, so it's like it's tied to time, like in terms of it's gonna. Well, at I some think point, that's the idea. I yeah, think the right. point is, yeah, it'll yep. wear itself out eventually. Yep. yep. Uh, well, he cuts it, and then later on at this dinner, uh, much later on, like mm-hmm. once she's already having a baby, mm-hmm. uh, she's very very pregnant. Uh, at the dinner, she goes to the restroom, and he and 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 her friend tells him, "Hey, so baller move, cutting that string." Uh, because you've already made two of those three wishes come true. She wanted a good husband. She wanted a healthy baby. Yep. Well done. Yeah. The third one is important, and I want to tell you what it is, but I want to tell you without breaking her trust. So she has to dance around the words to tell him what the wish is. Then right. she tells that story about the picture in Norway. So that has something to do with her third wish. Exactly. But before she could tell him what that third wish was, Mm-hmm. Uh, they, the, the staff of this shitty snooty restaurant comes and tells them your wife is in trouble. She needs help in the bathroom. Uh, we find out she's having the baby now. Yeah. They don't make it to the home birth that they had apparently set up. <laughs> bad idea. Which is ridiculous. It was a really bad idea. They end up yeah. having it on the subway. Yeah. Which in fairy tale language, good scene. it makes sense. Good scene. It too. makes sense. Yeah. And, and I a love good scene. I liked everybody. Yeah. I was going to say all those dudes on the, that's first of all, a real deal. Thing that happens oh, on see. New York Shit. subways, that right? Happens in, you in L.A. subways every oh, now okay. and then. Okay. And people get pissed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, New York, it's very normal. Most people know right. just right. ignore. They if you want to pay yeah. money, don't watch the show. Don't act Should've like you're enjoying headphones. the show. Should have brought yeah, headphones. Exactly. Yeah. If you don't have headphones in New York, I don't know what you're doing. What are you doing? But um, yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah. So those guys turned out to be uh, helpful people in their time yep. of need. So that was cool. And uh, yeah, that was a that was a good scene in the uh, in the subway there. Uh, but, oh, and the lights thing. So there's a couple oh, okay. of supernatural things that happened that I noticed. Mm-hmm. One was that um, uh, Lakeith sees a message on the uh, subway on the top. It read something about fate or something like that. Do you remember mm-hmm. that? No, faith I missed or it. something like that. Yeah, it was okay. something. It's made to look like it was just tagged, but for whatever reason, he's seeing it like it's out of they live or something like that. You know, maybe in his uh, parlance. Also, there is yeah. a there is supernatural stuff in this show throughout. Mm-hmm. We haven't really been talking about it, but they mm-hmm. pepper like weird shit. Yeah, there's a bunch of yeah, there's like a weird even in that dinner scene, there's like a weird um time like a time cut, time lapse little thing where like the the guy who puts on the jacket all of a sudden appears behind him. Like somehow Lakeith is missing time. I maybe, have or out of something time. for that. Oh interesting. Dan. Oh interesting. I didn't notice the one you're talking about, but I noticed oh. a different one that I was oh. like Oh my God! I think we're watching something else. Oh, interesting. Uh, and and maybe it is. Maybe you it's read just this that, or you saw it. He's, no, I saw it. Okay. Uh, maybe he's just losing time. Maybe yeah. he's just. Maybe that's what it is. Because yeah, I thought it was only this scene, and so now that you're adding the one where the the guy suddenly behind him. Yeah. And you're right. I do remember that. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it's a running motif, but mm-hmm. that happens when he says goodbye to his wife at the airport. They kiss oh. goodbye. They separate. And she's he gone. He stays right? facing the way he was facing uh-huh. when he was kissing her. Uh-huh. She walks to his right. And and then a person crosses in between them. Uh-huh. And when as the person goes away, she's no longer there. You would have seen oh, her walking to, up the ramp of the plane and all that. Right. You, you should have been able to see her for at least another minute or so. Yeah. But no, she's gone. And, and he then, looks around. Does he look around like what happened kind of thing yeah, a little bit? Like yeah. he's lost and or maybe like alone. Like right. he didn't expect it. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So there's some weird little few, yeah. t- uh, shifts in uh, in this. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. It's like dream logic maybe type situation too or something like that. So yeah, more mysteries there. Um, Nightmare of the Dead. But, I mean, but, I got but, that. but 
Yeah. Uh, speaking of mysteries, I left a left a hanging uh, note. I want to I want to square that circle. Dangling Chad, if you will. I yes. I didn't want to say dangling Chad because <laughs> I, I, I don't because it was right there. It was right there. Yeah. Uh, the Norwegian boat. Um, I forgot. I mentioned uh-huh. that we possibly saw the help they got. Now. Oh really? We get two shots of the boat uh-huh. where it appears there's something in the water. Hmm. There's hmm. one shot from fully under the boat, underwater, under the boat. Uh-huh. And we see like the skylight like shining over the boat. So you can see like the boat, it's outlined, it's splooshing. Yeah. And and, and the wave is cresting over the camera. And in the foam, it mm-hmm. sorta kinda looks like a giant octopusy type. Like tentacle webbing combination. Okay. Okay. We also get a little tentacly looking thing in another scene when the boat breaks a giant wave and comes crashing down and pushed forward on like a roll Uh and the water's like rolling under the boat, splashing. It also kind of looks like there's some weird tentacles sort of like flowing with the with the It felt like something was pulling pulling them or kind of like dragging Mm -hmm. or keeping them. And let's remember the the they have said outright they only made it with help the, yeah. it was an impossible trip it right. was literally impossible right yep um and um so maybe we're onto some like hp lovecraft that's maybe. exactly what i okay. thought okay yeah good call um, lovecraft remind me i got a connection too with that uh do it right in now the next show in the next show oh in the next show okay yeah we're almost there we're almost there anyway um let's see here um, oh yeah, magical little thing. The lights come on as the okay. The lights go off in the subway. They're trapped in the subway. Baby comes out. Lights go back on. Mm-hmm. Presumably electricity comes back. So magic. Something weird there. Yep. Uh, oh, I thought it, this is just a very small thing. Weird that the parents of this newborn child wouldn't have thought about the name choice and oh, then yeah. decided on the spot. Let's name Although, him after my dad. That is a very that's uh, his dad's name. Movie by the way. thing, right? Did you pick up on that though? That was his dad's name. No, I that didn't. they gave the baby. Yeah, On Brian. Purpose. Brian. Yep. Oh, uh, okay. Like he says, should we name him Brian? And she says, yeah. She does. Does she say like, yeah, sure, something like yeah, that? Yeah. She just kind of yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, like whatever. Yeah. So that was uh interesting, kind of continuing with the generational uh, referencing connections. Mm-hmm. Um, also, her parents died when she was five. It's stated. Um, his dad left at four, so they have like these kind of connection Similar. that way. Oh, a weird thing. Whoa, 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 whoa. Something yeah. we should say. Yeah. Uh, and and uh, it started with that um, that scene in the airport where she disappears. And that's when I thought, ooh, is, she an, is he an unreliable narrator? Or an unreliable, like, you mean focal the, point? Perspective? Oh, uh, Lakeith? Yes. Oh, interesting. But okay. why do we know his dad left? Because mm-hmm. Lillian told it. Why yeah. is she dependable? Wait, who's that? His mom. Oh oh oh! Like I don't, uh, yeah, no, I don't she's know got that more she's info. necessarily dependable either. Yeah yeah yeah. So I I don't trust anybody on this show right now. No, like there's okay. nobody that I'm like this is the good guy. No, we, we don't know. Everybody has is possible blood on their hands. Right. Yeah. There's a uh, postcard that's found in a book uh, oh, from yeah. Alistair Crowley. Yeah, the most the what Wait, is it? who's the Al- most uh, he's, he was at one point the most devilish man in the world. That's the wicked, right, the wickedest man in the world. That's, That's what he right. was. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was. Uh, oh no, am I thinking of Anton Lavey? No, no, you're right. He's Alistair an English okay. occultist, philosopher, ceremonial magician, poet, and the painter. Wickedest, was he? Was he novelist. the one that they called the wickedest man in the world? 
Uh, I'd have to see if that uh, the wickedest man in the world. That's interesting. Let me see. But the only yep, reason Alistair Crowe, the wickedest man. Yep. Oh, okay. Too. Yeah. The only reason I know him is because of Ozzy Osbourne. Uh, sure. Reference him. I know uh, lots of podcasts uh, from last podcast on the left have to do with Satanism, a lot of satanic panic stuff, and uh-huh. a lot of the stuff that has to do with uh, uh, Scientology also connect to Satanism. Oh, sorry. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to speed through some things here. Sure, sure, sure. Um, I've got a, I've got a handful. Okay, so so she mentions in the restaurant when they're having dinner in modern yep. times. Oh God, what's her name again? Emmy. Emmy. Um, Quilombo, a film about black slaves mm-hmm. and uh, taking revenge, basically. Yeah, and this was this is in Brazil for over 300 years and was it was abolished in 1888. That's probably so why she wanted to go to Brazil, hint. right? Yeah, I think there was something embedded in her from that uh, from that point. Uh, well, connected probably, to African like, origins too and stuff. Yeah, and she thought of it. She probably like uh, fantasized about it or like like put it in her brain like something like amazing, right? Yeah, this says here uh, Quilombo is a Brazilian interland settlement founded by African people of African mm. origin. Um, so yeah, so that could cool. be definitely going to play a play a part. Because um, I wonder of, if those uh, people on that boat and that immigrant boat are. Potentially like slave, slaves, really slave related or something. Yeah, uh, I we did I not know. see any of the people. We saw no. the boat. We did no. not see the people. Um, no. Speaking of which, there's a, a couple of times that we see missing posters uh, on uh, posts as we're passing by them. They're all of children, and they. Oh. I saw one of the names was definitely an African name. Oh, like, interesting. So, huh? There's something there. Okay, I don't know what it is. Right. I do. I like that the show has the lost levels of like breadcrumbs. Yeah. I do worry that it's going to have the same problem with lost that it's not going to tie them all together. It's going to write checks that it's AS can't yep. cash. Maybe. Yes, I agree. I, I, but um, I'm curious. I thought the show was going to try and be way more dark and kind well, of like lean oh, even more into the there. horror thing. I think oh, we're going to really? get there. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. So the show does something weird at in the end of the first episode. Uh, I'm used to this happening after a voice out of nowhere tells me this season on whatever show I'm watching. And then they do a bunch of clips from the show. Mm-hmm. Instead, this show has put them in their first episode. There's just like a there's just like a chunk at the end where they just show you bits of episodes that are coming. Did oh, I didn't see even that? see that. I don't I don't yeah, think I saw there's that. like there's like him, he's like being dunked underwater. There's a scene. There's like a shot of him standing outside of like a jail bus in like jail clothes. Oh, uh, there's no. like a shot of the mom. There's like a shot of a, mm. or of his mom like standing like stoically. And there's like a bunch of shots mm. from future episodes mm. that's usually part of a clip package that they'll yeah. put at the end of the first episode to show you what's coming up. Sure. But it's in. It's part of this episode. Really? Yeah. Huh. It's so strange. It, it threw me off. I don't know how I saw that. Yeah. Um, lastly, uh, Emmy being a librarian. Mm-hmm. This is like nothing to do necessarily with what the show's trying to say or whatever. But I mm-hmm. experienced something similar because I, I spent some time in a, in a city library recently and the librarian had to deal with a homeless person, oh, homeless yeah. situation. Because this person just wanted to like lay down in the library and it was a hot day mm-hmm. outside. But she kindly said like, because this lady was laying in a place where, I mean, I'm not supposed to lay down in a library anyway. <laughs> yeah. But it was specifically a room where you're supposed to be quiet. You're just supposed to be, it's like a quiet room or whatever. Yeah. And so hearing this lady deal with this lady in the greatest way, like perfect, just being cool, like telling her, you know, you can use the bathroom, whatever. 
Uh, I think it's just was, interesting uh, because yeah, it was partly to make him like not to make him, but like partly because the that was like how he was falling in love with her, right? Exactly. Well, yeah, like he's already into books and library situations, and so um, yeah, seeing her first interaction that we observe her as like dealing with a homeless person kindness. in a very nice with way, kindness. being yeah. like, yeah, like go use the bathroom, but just leave your bags here because obviously we need to control. She even this fought situation. with him. She stares him yeah. down at one point because his bags are full of state secrets. Uh, right, right. And then yeah. she stares him down, and he says, "Okay, fine." Yeah. <laughs> it's very, it's very sweet, even yeah. though what, very improbable. <laughs> and I partly don't blame him because in New York, it's very hard to find bathrooms, public bathrooms, sure. especially. So it's hard to find bathrooms in LA too, buddy. Same deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, that's my. Uh, All right, let me crank challenge. out a couple. Go ahead. How many times have we talked about monkeys' paws in oh, the yeah. last uh, few episodes? Right, the last few pods. Right. Well, the third wish is a monkey's paw. I think. Right. I think she's gonna get the bad version of what her third wish was because it didn't already come true maybe too or and something it maybe? hadn't come true before the string was cut oh right i think uh, that's the that's the thing well the that's baby the though the baby wasn't... well the, it was weird that she said you have a healthy baby when the baby wasn't born yet uh, right but the baby was born healthy yeah and maybe there's a certain period of time where you have time to fulfill like those wishes are to be fulfilled like but why would they give you why would she fulfill two out of the three like oh what, yeah i think know? they were just i don't think they were all going to come at once i think they were just going to happen like and then that's fine would, but why is one evil i'm saying why is one bad or oh because the one? string came off before it was fulfilled but it came off like right when she got back from brazil nothing had happened like they hadn't been married there had been no kid yet. oh i'm sorry you're right you know so that's why uh, i'm curious yeah no, i'm curious point. what that yeah, still, we don't know. I still stand it behind be. the monkey paw thing, but that is a good point. It's still something writing on that. You're right. It's something to uh, do with with that. Yeah, we have uh, the box and the box that says "improbabilia" on it. We see his dad walking into the new apartment when they're moving uh-huh. in. He's carrying a box, oh. a brand new, shiny new cardboard box with the word improbabilia written oh, on it man, I completely later that. on yeah we uh, he has a second version of the dream where uh-huh. he's a young man and he's getting ready to oh. take a shower and uh-huh. then he's uh-huh. taking his shirt off like before the, there's a knock on the door and he is a little boy again and he oh, and he wow. walks to the door to open the door as a little boy he opens the door he's a young man again looks down there's a box says improbabilia in it. actually oh, wow. i'm sorry i'm mixing that up that actually happens though i'm i switched oh, that okay. up Okay. He did have the dream where he turned from a young man to a little boy. Yeah. But he also finds as a young man that box that says improbabilia, but yep. now it's all dirty and old. Mm, He's mm. looking through it when his mom comes home and she asks, where did you get that? Mm. Wow. Um, Interesting. In the box. Oh, and later on, he's also showing up to when he's an adult. He. Oh, no, no. He's still a young man. Uh, he's showing up to bookstores and he's waving a, a pack of business cards that say improbabilia on them oh really oh i and thought it had his I name i don't on know it what he's well i think they also i think they're business oh, okay. cards i oh, think okay. they also have his name on it. oh okay gotcha. i don't know what he's asking them and right. they all tell him like no i thought it was in a racial, very dismissive way sure thing, it yeah. could be yeah but i still don't know what he's asking yeah. from them right like for a job maybe i guess but i know that's true yeah i didn't get it didn't feel like a job yeah, that's true. And like you just want to get a book or something, but mm-hmm. um, it's not exactly clear. Yeah, so it's a but, dangling shit, dangling deal. Yeah, well, well, we're gonna come back to that. Definitely to those mm-hmm. business cards that say improbabilia and whatever that word means, mm-hmm. because while he's looking through the book, uh, through the book, through the box, he finds a book called "To the Waters and the Wild," and it's an it looks mm-hmm. like an old fairy tale looking book 
mm-hmm. later on we're gonna see him put it up in the nursery of his child oh, which is a right. terrifying thing to do because right. as he flips through the books i pause the episode to read it uh-huh. it is the story of fairies stealing your children and replacing them with fairies oh my god yep wow it Jesus. is it is a nursery style it's story, a real thing but it is but it's absolutely the story wow. of just a fairy stealing babies yeah Wow, he's crazy. So very strange that he that he puts that in his child's room. Interesting, uh, but huh. he did cut that string. Hmm. And when he cut that string, what a creepy take! When we flash over to the Brazilian woman, who knows uh, that the string has been cut? Yeah, reaches up to the skies and in Portuguese says, "It commences." <laughs> yeah, Fucking scary, buddy. Yeah, that was yeah. creepy. That yeah. was legit creepy and it's but uh, it's interesting too that he keeps it as like a, a totem in his wallet or whatever oh yeah. like the uh the cut thing well, i like I mean, that it I is like still that. special it is still no, like a I, it, although it's funny that he offers it to the friend and she's like don't touch me with that right woo shit. right like she's she thinks it's bullshit probably. right right but at the <laughs> same time she also said she doesn't mess with that like as if mm-hmm. it's like there is could be something there but yep. i just don't even want to yep. like go there yeah yeah not taking that chance yep Yep. Um, All right. The Fleur, uh, yeah. the song that uh, oh, yeah. comes up during the lovemaking scene. Yeah. Uh, I noticed it because it was also the final song, I think, in Us. And it's and it was very. Or Get point. Out. Or Get Out, right. Or Get Out. You're right. Yeah. I'm sorry. Get Out. Yep. The other. And uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was very powerful. And I felt like. Good call. Uh, wow. Yeah. I can see that now being like a touchstone for movies like this. Right. Right. And you know? some of those lyrics, I remember looking up those lyrics and it was like, some of that's about like, there's something about babies in there too or something. So <laughs> who knows? Yeah. Yeah. Watch out for those babies. Speaking yeah. of babies, Dan, yeah. uh, I got, a, I only got a couple more points. Speaking of babies, yeah. I just did notice there's a very funny thing uh-huh. in that we, it seems like the dad, maybe this is a memory that uh, he's had, that Apollo's having, but it appears that maybe the dad at some point in his childhood kidnapped him. It seems like maybe he stole mm. the baby for a while, right? Uh, oh. Because two times he scoops in two different moments. We see him when the door opens. He comes in like the little boy opens the door and then oh. the dad comes in, scoops him up and he says something to the set of you're coming with me. Almost comically, like oh. almost like silly. Uh-huh. And then the little boy is crying and saying no, right? Yeah. Verbally. Mm. But visually, that little boy actor is a tiny little boy. You can't, he's not even yeah. an actor. He's a little baby. Yeah. He is not crying because he's a little baby. Right, right. Right. And I am okay with actors, with little baby actors not crying. Yeah. Because I was just watching uh, like a mystery science theater, I think, or something like that. Yeah. And it was this movie called Petey Wheatstraw. It was the third, it would have been the third Dolomite movie. Which is a uh, which is a low tier black exploit uh, not uh, mid tier let's say black exploitation yeah but it's well known way though. back in the day yeah. it's known enough yeah yep. but but well Petey Wheatstraw maybe is it no uh, but at the no very clue. end of the movie uh-huh. Petey Wheat the hero of the movie who shit talks everybody shit talks yeah. a little boy in shit talking him knocks knocks his lollipop out of his hand falls on the ground little boy starts uh-huh. crying this little boy is crying. This is a little boy who is very sad, crying, yeah. and the camera holds for at least two minutes. It's insane to wow. me that they just—we're just watching this child's misery as yeah. entertainment for two. Yeah. And it made me think. I when I noticed that the little boy wasn't crying, I was like, "It's okay. 
I don't want to see that little boy really cry. Right. I don't think I like that. Yeah, I hear what you're saying. Plus, when you're when kids are little, like they don't even know necessarily what's well, right, yeah, good or bad. Like so, his dad's. You know, they can't. Right. Yeah, and so the non, the yeah, you're not expecting a reaction. I don't care that he, the little boy wasn't crying when they're when the dad was stealing him. It's fine. No, but you're right. Um, There's many movies where like you see kids crying and like you're like you guys either made that kid cry or you just didn't stop it or try and do anything about right. it. And you yeah, use it for your that, and that at some yeah. point that's a little torturous. Yeah. Uh, and then my last point, not really a point, but I'm curious what you think of this. Yeah. Uh. It, I skimmed a couple of reviews. It's getting kind of middling to middle high reviews. Yeah, exactly. Not, not great yep. reviews. Yep. That's uh, what I saw. One of them, though, had an interesting theory that this is somehow part, all part of an experiment that they're performing mm. on them, uh, mm. which, you know, might tie into some of the racial things that we're kind of seeing on the periphery. Right. Uh, especially with him having like uh mixed race parentage uh and like like you said the the people dismissing him maybe because of uh-huh. uh, for racial reasons uh there's a lot of there is a history of you know slaves and uh black people in America yeah, sure. being experimented on yeah oh yeah that, so uh, could be well, Norwegians yeah. have a lot of doctors I don't know <laughs> yeah. now I'm reaching now I'm reaching, but but it is it in some ways there. something with uh, generational trauma and whatever mm-hmm. some mm-hmm. stuff like that too, bigger things like that. Something but that's, that looks, that's an outside theory, but I like it. It's a weird connection too to our next show. Oh yeah, what's right? our next show? Isn't um, oh this is The Walking Dead colon Daryl mm-hmm. Dixon? It says the word colon, or there's a colon. No, it's it's like a picture of like a human colon and then butthole. Like Di- <laughs> that's not a colon. Weird. That's not a colon. Oh, technically, but, it's all yeah. It's yeah, yeah. It's a little long tube thingy. Part of um, the intestinal tract. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, that or, just reminded or me. Also, a uh, a uh, was a uh, five four star general, I believe. Wait, Colin Powell. <laughs> oh, I'm saying there's other kinds of colon. Oh but God! Looked like Colin, but said like colon. He said yes. colon. I know he, he did. He said it was colon. I know he did. Can't get enough of it. This is dumb. Um, <laughs> no, I just said colon because it's like when people say like something, something, X question mark. You know, like you're mm-hmm. saying the pronunciation or the, um, the uh, what do you call it? Grammatical things. But like, uh, what's her name? Punctuation. Too? Punctuation. That's it. Um, like uh, Joanna Robinson, when she talked about uh, the recent Mission Impossible, mm-hmm. she called it colon hyphen comma. Because it was like Mission Impossible, colon, Dead Reckoning, comma, hyphen. part one, hyphen, yeah, hyphen something, part one. Uh, yeah, 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 that yeah. sounds right. Yeah, it's hilarious. All I right, actually um, think it's Mission Dash or hyphen impossible, maybe. Yeah, but there's three punctuationers in I believe that. it. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, so oh. moving along here. Uh-huh. So I started to see, and this happens sometimes either for similarities or differences, and there's a couple of between both of these shows, I think, that mm-hmm. is interesting. Both shows open with a uh, ship. In water. Yep. Right? Daryl Dixon's floating on a little-ass boat uh, that's upside down, capsized. He's just barely hanging on. Lands on the beach of in France somehow. Um, uh, and then uh, just quickly... Wait, what was the other? There was another... Th- oh, the thing you just said. Just jumping to the end real quick. We may, might as well mm-hmm. satisfy this question because we meet, meet the lady where Daryl came from. We don't know this whole episode how he did. I thought he floated from like... America, which seemed impossible, mm-hmm. strange across oh, the Atlantic Ocean, all the way to France. He had help. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Wow. Yeah. Well, he tried to get help, but it was bad people. He said. Uh huh. So then he got in the ocean. Uh, eventually, 
somewhere off the coast because he did not float that entire way for sure. This lady, the evil lady who's trying to take people for experimentation, right? Or walkers or uh, bodies. Did you did you pick up on that? Um, because the guy. You mean the the peer lady? I have a whole section about lady. what a strange scene that was. Yeah, a very tacked on kind of a little addendum to the entire uh, thing. And awkwardly acted. I. Yeah, I she's British too, right? She's not even French. Oh, is that right? I didn't I know think. that. Yeah. Then I think we should cover something before we get too far into this. Please, episode. just something to ponder uh, or think about. We'll come back. We come back yeah. around to it. Yeah. We should talk about where we ended up on the Walking Dead show. I think that's important you when know. you're stepping into a brand new Walking Dead. This is a Walking well, Dead show with the character Daryl Dixon, but it's starting a brand new story. So you don't and technically need any information. Yeah, and we have no idea what the time jump situation is because right. I didn't see the end of Walking Dead. I got to season 10. I still have to see season wow. 11. Um, Daryl seems to have a big-ass scar vertical scar over his eye that I don't remember him having okay. last time I saw it. Maybe I'm wrong, but I think that might have been something that happened season 11. Uh, well, I'm also other than reading that, the, I'm also reading the, the description, description okay. of his character on Wikipedia, and it says yeah. he's a skilled hunter and the former recruiter of Alexandria. Is that a thing that happened in later seasons that he would go out to recruit people? Well, I think he was just like a representative. So like, and he was oh, the okay. one willing to go out on the road because he could defend so, himself. So it wasn't specific stuff. recruiting. Like he no. wasn't going looking for people to add. No, because you know how in that situation, you're not trying to recruit people to come to your It was a surprising description. Yeah, yeah that was interesting. I, I'd say more like a diplomat, you know? Okay. Yeah. That's how I just With a diplomat with a From crossbow. What I, I like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, we don't we don't know exactly the situation between where Daryl left, unless you read something about how you know about mm -hmm. the end of The Walking Dead. He, nope. but Daryl we know is inherently a loner, so this is not surprising to I me. I don't know that, that that's true. Well, he became less so, but I would say just like well, no, he loved to go at off. The beginning, he was he was literally part of a duo. Well, yeah, but I mean the fact that like he has a brother. Okay, that's fine. But he seemed very, very comfortable and willing to go on his motorcycle yeah. for days yeah. and days and the days on end. The motorcycle is the lonerest thing that he has. Yeah. But he's, no, but he's, he is, and I think that this was like a, a, cor a correction that the show did, that the original show did, that was, that was right. That was a good move. Yeah. But he's pretty cuddly, pretty quick. Yeah. Like, oh, he's yeah. He's very, oh, he has like, no... socially loved and, and like. Oh yeah, they treat did that. everybody cutely, and they connect them to the two little girls. Yeah. And no, he's he's pretty like they they make him pretty social, pretty pretty soon after his. But a his lot of that is, is like him. He figured out how to adjust. I feel like two people well, no, to be around Michael and Rooker interact. Was holding him back. Remember that Michael Rooker's that brother? He was the bad. His roots, and he was like, he yeah, was like, don't be nice to them. I'll beat you up, little brother. Right. Right, yeah. But I'm just saying, like, he's not going, like, and, and he resists. He resists being pulled into this quest, which we know he's going to go For on sure. because he's our hero and we need but him to do something. But I do like um, this about how they're setting up his character uh, and they're doing this without you needing to watch the original show. Yeah. He repeats several times and it's very clear that he is from a place. In that place are people he loves. And he would like to go back to that place like right. that. He, yeah. he lays that out pretty good. And I like yeah. that as a motivation because I know that place. It says Alexandria. And I was still watching yeah. the show when they were in Alexandria. So I know where that is. Yep. Uh, and I know where he's trying to go. That's cool. And I guess Alexandria still exists because we weren't yeah. sure about that. Like yeah. even me, Could like by the end. Down. Yeah. All of their city, all of their homes burned. 
by yeah. the time, but and they had to go somewhere. Well, else. And I wonder if Alexandria ended up being like the lone saving grace place that like everybody fell back to because there was like big. Do you remember the you place called me, Big yeah. Hill? It was called Hilltop. like Hilltop. Hilltop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't think you saw burn? Hilltop. No, I'm yeah, just saying. From when I saw it, no. But I'm. But that last season is twenty what episodes long? Oh, so wow, yeah. a lot of shit's gonna happen. I feel like that. I don't. Or know how about. about the other people? The lady with the dumb haircut and the people who talk strange, even though it's technically only been like a year since civilization <laughs> fell, and it makes no goddamn sense why they talk weird. <laughs> yeah, that was a whole weird. Was uh, I mean, time. See, do, do those people still exist? At no, the end? I think or a lot of them. I'm trying to think. Like there was, it was kind of settled. I feel like by the end of that season and maybe okay. like there's a, a few hangers on of like people that um they still deal with i don't think those people exist as like a thing on the show by okay. the end really um yeah yeah I, I gotta tell you watching the walking dead like kind of remembering it if i yeah. recall correctly the walking dead was a show about rick grimes and his friends going from community to community and fucking killing everybody there <laughs> yeah well if like, it was like, like mind you they often try to kill them first Exactly. But, I was going to say. But yeah, what like, would like, happen at the end of every season yeah. is that Rick Grimes and crew would leave dead bodies in their wake. Yeah. Well, they would come up against, like, you got the big bads and whatever of, like, the but governor. But I'm even thinking and, of, you remember the, the, the two-episode-long uh, uh, cannibal people community? Yeah. In the train, with the trains? They kept them in the train cars? Oh, you saw that? That was later. Yeah, that was early. No, that was early. Oh, there's something just like that kind of later. Oh, oh okay. they started recycling stories. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sounds like something else. The Saviors, I, forget the, I, I think, or something thing. like that. Or that saviors. might have been towards. Uh-huh. That might have been. No, you no, know no? what? That's the one where I left before that happened. Oh, I didn't okay. get the Saviors. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was around season seven, eight, I think. Oh, yeah, because mm. that was the name of what's his name's crew. Um, was the Saviors right? Oh, Negan's. Um, Negan's. Negan's no, people oh, were the I Saviors. Then I saw. I didn't see Negan lose and finally get like captured or anything, uh-huh. but I saw Negan lose enough that it seemed like he was not going to win. Yeah, yeah. Or he was, con- well, he's kind of converted and stuff now. Also, right? we yeah. Rick Grimes leaves the show at some point, we should say, but is technically still in the world, right? Yeah, like they're supposed to make these movies or something related to like. Oh, him no, and- that's not happening anymore. That's, that's Is that for sure? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. he might. They might Maybe do a show, a show with him. Okay. Yeah. But him the and, movies are done. Him and uh, Michonne, Rick and yeah. Michonne type duo. But they do not leave together. I believe no. Rick. Rick is kidnapped, sorta. No, he just. Or le- people no, think he. Le- he no, no, no. People think he's dead, but they yeah. they find him and they put him on a helicopter. Yeah, he's not kidnapped though, by any means. But they. Oh, fought, I don't. They think, set it up uh, so it looked like he died, so that yeah, that nobody questioned like him right. being somewhere else. No one went looking yeah. for it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. But actually, some right. helicopter people took his body. Yes. Yes. All right. So and said, then Michonne and, goes looking for him. Uh. Yes. Exactly. Yep. That's the last time I saw her. Yeah, on the show was the last at the end. The only people I cared about were Rick and Michonne, uh, and then uh, Daryl and uh, Claire. Carol. Carol. Yep. Yep. Pretty much. Yep. Oh, and then what's her name too? I I liked a lot. Nope. Um, I don't remember her name. The British actress, uh, the head, leader of Hilltop. Remember. Not Katie. The. The black dude Maggie. with the dreads Maggie? was the leader. Of, oh, Maggie. Maggie. I like I, In retrospect, I gave up on Maggie because she's friends with Negan now, and that doesn't make any <laughs> damn sense. <laughs> That's the new spinoff something or other. Stupid. All right. Here we go. Okay. Shitty. Okay. This is my notes. Shitty post-apocalyptic France looks dope. I think it you, actually looks all right. Yeah. yeah it look, I mean, like stylistically. I like, it looks cool. Yeah, we're, we're so used to uh, seeing those towns all pristine and nice. Mm-hmm. I think it's Marseille is what I put together. And it's because from... it's so old too, right? Like we're used to yeah. seeing like craftsman houses, you know, like yeah. 
Like it doesn't take like it made me sorry. It made me realize like in the US, like when post apocalyptic shit happens, we're gonna look like very shitty very fast. Whereas like the UK or wherever that's been around for a minute, they're gonna stand yeah. They're gonna stand a little bit more and like keep that classiness. Oh yeah. Um, That 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 I feel like that nunnery should have been like absolutely untouchable with the with the exception of like the gorillas or the like the yeah bad guys. i know it's yeah. all made of stone and shit yeah giant doors those zombies didn't have a chance to get in there they have all the Hell food no. they need in there and yeah, they're up they on a hill and they're up that's on what i'm a, saying yeah perch. yeah 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 for sure no they had it made yeah so then daryl when he when he uh crashes on the beach and then he goes mm-hmm. to the town he finds a tape recorder this is an interesting I bit like of yeah. um of world building yeah that I they didn't really touch on it. They left it for you to imagine exactly what it was, and I think I imagined it correctly. But you tell me what you think. It was. Wait, what do you mean? What 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 what, what the whole tape recorder thing? What is that? Well, uh, uh, for me, it's a device. It's basically a device to like get something in Daryl's hands that can tell can like allow him to express himself without talking to a camera. In the world of the show, though, what in do you think world. about in the oh in the world of the show? I mean, it's giving him context clues for like where he was located because he didn't even know where he was on the map. And the guy tells the story of like, oh, we went from here because he was a he was a British mm-hmm, guy. Mm-hmm. They're in France, and How that's on the recording. France? That's yeah. on the recorder he's listening yeah. to, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what I what I thought it was was basically, mm. and this is this is this is dumb. Uh, okay. Left for Dead, the video game Left, and then the number four, and uh-huh. then Dead. Yeah. Fantastic, one of the greatest, most fun. Uh, video games, cooperative video games. It's just you and three other people running from zombies. Run, 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 run. Yeah. Run from one safe room to another. Run, 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 run. Yeah. And when you get to the safe room, the 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 music times. Well done. Reload your weapons. Get all your stuff. Yeah. In the safe room. And on the wall of every safe room is a bunch of writing. It's a bunch of uh-huh. people who have written messages to each sure. other. Sure. Some of them say, "Has anyone seen Laura?" Uh, some yeah. of them say, like, save. Uh, we have been here 17 days. Some of them okay. say, if you need supplies, go here. Yeah. And I'm like, that's what this tape recorder is. It's just leaving behind the trail of messages for people to pick up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Basically. Cool. Yeah. But yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, I love that they had this and it, and it, it fit well because it, it gave us a weird other uh, type of like uh, media to like learn from rather than just like mm-hmm. reading something or like whatever, like conventional ways or somebody telling Daryl something. It's like sure. some voice from the past, whatever. But more importantly, too, I think is that it gives him a um, for one. Also, it, 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 he records his story and then that that nun learns steals. his story from that, too. Yeah. Steals the recorder. I don't know if she steals it, but I mean, she, she's just, that was for public use and she it put was, it in her pocket. It was in um, uh, it was in his back, but the weird thing was that those other people were looking oh, through his backpack. I thought he left backpack. it there. I thought he left it back where he le- found it. And no, no, he took it back. with him. He recorded. Uh, okay. He was recording as he walked from the boat. He was recording his uh, own uh, message. Oh, for on some it. reason, I thought he left it there, but all right. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. It no, the, she got it from him. Okay. Oh, he thought she stole it from. The, I thought she stole from it from like public use, like like oh, I okay. said, like the wall of of, of people <laughs> leaving messages. I thought that's what it was. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, either way, cool idea. Um, and well, and, he's walking around France. Yeah, yeah. He ends up uh, running into some people. Being accosted. These are cool people well, that he wait, ran into. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. First, he's accosted by some zombies because we got to oh, talk right. about new oh, yeah. zombies. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. I know that. Something I love yeah. about zombie video games is the collection of different kinds of zombies. And mm-hmm. we sort of kind of started to see different kinds of zombies in the original Walking Dead. But yeah. yep. really, they were just the product of time passing more so exactly. than having exactly. special, like, 
parts or whatever. Well, uh, in the other shows or later seasons, did we see other kinds of zombies? It was no, it was the same kind of thing where like they would get Old they were just zombies. like looking older. Yeah, yeah, they were just like aging, emaciated. Yeah. Um, but this this one's different, and I wonder if it's regional, something related to <laughs> or zombies. oh or the lady doing the experimental shit maybe is mm-hmm. somehow related to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there's acid basically. The way I describe it is like they have acid blood, mm-hmm. where like the blood comes out of you, burns you, or the skin mm-hmm. though can burn you. Like the just the skin. I don't yeah. know if that was well, blood you know, on I the hand. You have to imagine either that or like the oils of their skin. Sure, you it's know, like, like leaking the, through the, like sweat. Yeah, yeah, fluids, fluids. Yeah, fluids of the zombie are burned to the touch. Also, zombies pretty covered in fluid. Yeah, right. Exactly. Like half, at least half fluid. Yeah. Yeah, there's so, a lot of fluid for sure. Yeah, so that was cool to see, um, kind of world, another world building yeah. kind of thing of like, uh, a little cheesy, a little dorky, but fine. I think, yeah, uh, I think it's fine because even Daryl hand hand mark on him. Think okay. about if you're Daryl, dude. You you feel like you're the most experienced person in this world, and all and of a sudden, something. oh shit, there's something else going on. It does kind of confuse the concept of zombie, uh, like the virus passing through wounds, though. But that was all like you can't. You're we're way past all that. I get it. I get it. I'm just saying it shuffles. It shuffles. It does. Oh, it does. And I'm I'm okay. If you're telling me this is what this is going on now, all right, fine, fine. exactly, capable. That's but that I, I don't always love when a show makes me go fine. That's what we're going with. You know, well, because, that's not always a great feeling. But because we're in a different continent, we're in a foreign land. We have mm-hmm. foreign zombies who Maybe. have different uh, we, capabilities. Over and over back where Daryl's from, the zombies yeah. go ha ha ha. Over here, the zamb- <laughs> zombies go ha ha ha. Yeah, exactly. That's why it's different. <laughs> exactly. Uh, <laughs> so true. they do meet some people. They meet uh, a precocious young lady and her uh, blind, not blind father. Yeah, exactly. We're grandfather, father. There's some old yeah. guy. We don't know if they're even. Yeah, related. we don't know if they're related. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I saw this double cross coming a mile away. I didn't see it. Oh, I saw that coming a mile away. But I also see them possibly, I see her coming back as an ally. Listen, when she drops the line, what's cracking, noob? Because uh, she knows English in some way. But I was she like, only knows it from like all right. she dumb knows, sources. Apparently. I was going to say, I don't know she who knows says that. video game a lot. That's video game yeah. talk. Oh, okay. Yeah, just a throwing noob, out lines. A newbie. Yeah, is usually referred to Oh, somebody. the noob, the term noob? It can mean, any, it can mean new but, to anything. A newbie? But that's origi- not, originates from video games, I believe. But that line itself is not an expression in English Noob? in American parlance. It's oh, not absolutely, a, sir. You're no, you're insane. No, that entire noob is a what's word. Noob? noob is a noob is a word. O O B. Yes. But she says, "What's cracking, noob?" As if that's like a whole entire phrase of like how we talk in America. Oh, it's not. I mean, yeah. yeah, but there are. I mean, kids do talk like that. <laughs> That's probably what I'm not the kids I don't now, know, but like I don't know who is she getting this. It's interesting. Oh, that's Fine. a that she read that on 4chan. <laughs> oh God. Oh Jesus. All right. All right. Uh, but yeah, uh, like, I then, like her as a character. Like it was cool. Like. Um, because she was, you saw the double cross coming. That's fine, and you're ready mm-hmm. for that because you're prepared for the apocalypse. But I, I know Daryl, and like he kind of got a good vibe, so I was going with his vibes, and well, he was kind of feeling them out. And then they, dude, the thing is, is they fought together to overcome something. So then you think, okay, they're on the same side until they double cross him. So I was like, now, do you think they were going to kill him? If in the nun showed up, right? Is that who came out of the yes. woodwork? Okay. Yes. Because then she took all his stuff and were whatever. they gonna kill him? Yes. Were they gonna kill him? Well, they didn't stab other dude in the head. They stabbed one dude in the head. But those of the guys two were dead. Dudes. 
So they were stabbing pre-zombies. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. Um, he wasn't dead. He wasn't dead yet. But um, but were they going to kill him? I would think so. I don't it think seemed so. kind of like yeah. they might have. It seemed like yeah. the grandfather guy was going to. Yeah. But in a scene that very much uh, mirrors uh, the other show, when his uh, when uh, Apollo's mom is uh, her brother dies at the hands of some uh, local warlord. Uh, oh right! Oh, good call. In Africa, uh, in a very yeah. similar situation, she and her person that she's with, Sister. older man, they're all. Yeah, oh, right. sorry. I mean, that's oh. from the other show. No, sorry. Uh, yeah, yeah. Our new in this yeah. show, yeah, the yeah. girl uh, and her and her older man friend yep. get pulled over by none other than Boba Fett. Oh, is that right? That was freaking Boba Fett. No Remember? way. Wait, what do you mean? Didn't Boba you see Fett? the Boba Fett show? The book of Boba Fett? Um, I saw a couple. I saw the first couple. Wasn't that Boba Fett? No, Boba Fett is a New Zealand guy, isn't he? Right. That guy wasn't new. The main leader of the guy riding in the Jeep was like a white dude with a neck tattoo. Tim Timuera Morrison. Let me look him up here. Um, uh, I will uh, vamp in the meantime so that people don't get uh, sad that we're not talking. <laughs> that's probably going to happen, right? Yeah, but um, you're I talking about... I was that guy. I think I'm wrong. What's his name? Yeah, let me look it up too. Um, I reckon. Oh, that's a good question. So, did you recognize? Because we have an international cast here. Because we're in, we're in France, and I recognize our main nun lady. What's her name? Uh, what's her name? What's her name? What's her uh, name? Clemency po- Poesi. Oh, that's her. Yep. Uh, what do I know her from? Let's see here. Oh, Romain Tenet. Levy. Wow, that guy's nobody. He kind of looked like that guy. I guess I mixed I mixed him up with Boba Fett. No, oh, that's not him. Oh, it is him. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Well, he's I don't crazy know. looking. I don't know. I take a. Mm, I, there so are you want me to look at the main guy? Similarities. There are definitely some facial similarities between him and Timur Morrison. Really? Okay. Um, ten. So it's not him. Damn it. Okay. <laughs> so yes, yeah, so our our uh, lead nun lady. Is uh, she was in Tenet? She was in In Bruges. Um, she's been in quite a bit of stuff. Yeah, so I recognized mm-hmm. her. She I'd, seems yeah. In France, she's a big star. I was gonna say like I know a little bit more about uh, international cinema than yourself. So uh, probably for me, this was a more comfy uh, cast of characters because I kind of. Mm-hmm. Well, I kinda I'll knew, tell you who I. I'll tell you yeah. who I wasn't comfortable with. Yeah. The the most annoying version of Timothy Chalamet I've ever seen. <laughs> what do you mean? You didn't like the little uh, kid. You didn't like him? No, he was annoying as heck. Wrong. I think wrong. he's supposed to be annoying. Oh, here's it's my supposed note. Supposed to be weird. Yeah. Uh, this is one of the last notes I have. So it's way down here. Okay. It starts with oh no. Oh, here it is. Oh no. Discount Chamolet. Uh oh, here it. Oh no. Discount Chamolet as an escort mission. This has got a lot of video game uh, things. An escort mission in video games is one of the most hated things in the world. It's a yeah. it's a it's a mission, it's a level, it's a part quest. of the game That's where you have to take care of something. Yeah. Right. And you can't let it die. Mm-hmm. And it, it always it, whatever it is, it is always stupid and mm-hmm. puts its, itself in harm's way a lot. But I okay. feel like this show is going to do exactly that. Well, the thing is though cuz I like the way they reframed it uh because of the guys that follow Daryl trying to look for Daryl back to the nunnery mm-hmm. and uh Not Boba Fett's crew. No, Boba Fett's crew. Yeah, I'm saying not back. Boba Fett because it wasn't Boba Fett. Oh, sorry, sorry. What's yeah, his yeah, actual yeah. name? Let me pull it. Oh, Roman oh. Levy. 
Yeah, it's Codron. 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 Yeah. I don't really recognize that guy, but um and so uh yeah, like at first the 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 lead nun is like, "Can you take this dude? He's our pro- he's at, there's a prophecy about him and can you take him to the north to this other town because he's going to be the 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 um the future kind of leader of our people or whatever." And um Daryl's like, "No." Like, no, I'm not going to do that. Like, uh, I got I got my own shit. So he takes mm-hmm. off. But then I like the, the reframing of, like, he went back. Okay, they killed everyone. Okay, now we have a total of a party of four. And he's mm-hmm. using it as a way to also get to the north. So he's like, uh, I'll take you guys. Because it's like, now he's involved. He's kind of directly involved yeah. in the whole situation. So I think, I know what you're saying, though. I know what you're saying. If they were just like, can you take this kid? And he's like, okay. And then they leave. <laughs> you know, it's like, mm-hmm. it's a little weaker. And maybe some video games would have done that. But I like the way they kind of played with that. No, I, I'm going to, I'll tell you right now. The I, If the show, the first 10 minutes to me was like hovering at like a seven, the show ends like at a four and a half. I, I, oh, wow. I fell off this show oh, so wow. as, as it went on. Oh, really? Oh, uh, wow. Yeah, I just, I first of all, you know how you hide that fucking boy? You throw a mm-hmm. habit on that kid. That that <laughs> boy look that boy could easily pass for a young nun. That was that that was easy to it was very easy to hide that kid. And he's still and of course, like I said, it's an escort mission, so the thing you're escorting is stupid. Uh he gets himself caught. Yeah, he comes out of the woodwork because he he's, immediately uh, starts jingling the doorknob and makes noise. So, so yeah, the, the bad guy realizes he's there. He's so uh, yeah, yeah, he's not smart. I already um, hate this kid. I, I didn't like the scene that he had where I hated the scene where he was supposed to be like connecting with Daryl and like, yeah, like mimicking. His, just uh, neither movements. of them was giving me anything likable. Like, like. So this is what I took it as, uh, and I wrote this down. The kid is John Connor? Question mark. And um, the way I that's see this, well, you no, but the Darryl, initials right, but that's not what the show is going for. No, no, yeah, it is though. I think kind of you have the initials correct. What do you mean? You're there. Okay. That little kid is not John Connor. The little kid is Jesus Christ. <laughs> this show well, the, is a Jesus Christ but the allegory. Thing is, but you see how John Connor is like considered too that the future of the yes, revolution. Yes, yes. yes. that's so, why he's John Connor. And that's probably why he's called John Connor. JC, I just realized exactly. that. Yeah. Holy shit! All John, Johns oh, in general are in, in yeah, that's in true. shows uh, or Jack too. And Daryl, uh, but then Daryl is like a Terminator, you know, basically. Yeah, he's like a Terminator. Uh, sure. And so in that, uh, I'm, I'm yeah. So if you remember, young John the Connor, French and, lady is Ripley. No. Not Ripley. Wait. That's from Aliens. Yeah. <laughs> oh, who's uh Sarah or H- Linda Hamilton? Who's yeah. Linda, who's uh Sarah Connor? Oh, Sarah, Sarah Connor. Connor. Yeah. Sorry, that's why. Yeah, Sarah Hamilton. Name, yeah. You know, Linda Sarah Connor. <laughs> I would have liked to have seen a musical by Lin Manuel Miranda called Sarah Hamilton, Ooh. where we mix the life of Linda Hamilton and Sarah Connor into an mm-hmm. uh, uh, epic play, uh, epic musical. That'd be fun she, as shit. She's actually a robot under her skin and <laughs> yeah. it makes her a very good actress. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm that's having great. fun with this because we're not talking about Daryl Dixon. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Oh, uh, no, that's uh, interesting that you thought, that, yeah, because I yeah, actually, it fell off um, me, man. I was on board, man. I was on board until that last scene where things well, are getting a little uh, in the weeds with the setup of like an underlying thing of where Daryl, Daryl was on this guy's boat. 
Um, and they were bad guys. We were told, oh, he made mm-hmm. bad decisions with people, with bad people or whatever, and left this or jumped off this boat, abandoned it. They made it seem like a lot of people were trying to maybe abandon ship. Well, no, they made it seem like a lot of people mutiny. were trying to mutiny. Mutiny. Ship. Yeah, right. Uh, this is this is the scene we're talking about at the end where that is completely disconnected with the exception of him explaining that Daryl jumped off this boat of a French lady who's very clearly in charge. Uh, speaking to uh, a boat captain who's barely giving a shit about what's happening in the scene. Uh, <laughs> this very strange mood that he's giving throughout. It yeah. seems like they're about to murder him, and he seems like he barely gives a shit. Uh, yeah, yeah. And, the, and all his sailors giving each other strange eyeballs back and forth, and every single one of them is wearing a beautiful peacock. <laughs> All of them yeah. are wearing excellent peacoats. That's good. That's boat wear. Yeah. yeah it's certainly French mm-hmm. boat wear for sure. Yeah. Well, these guys, remember they're Brit. These, I don't know if that guy was British, but was like French the lady. As hell. Oh, they so were then. speaking in very accented accent. <laughs> okay. Uh, but the lady is British. So the you know, actual actress. Yeah. 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 Well, I don't think she's playing Brit. I don't think she's going gonna to hire a British lady to play French. That would be interesting. I mean, Maybe. I've seen a bigger jump than that, man. Maybe. Well, that's like over in Europe, like you can get away with that because people learn multiple languages True. and they study in other places. Like um, a good example is uh, uh, what's his face from um, uh, 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 God damn it. Inglorious Bastards. What's his name? The main guy, Christoph. Christoph Waltz. Waltz. Christoph yes. Waltz is from uh, Vienna, I believe, but he mm. knows uh, he knows many languages. Yeah. Anyway. I could, I could believe he's a polyglot. Uh, Dan, those nuns couldn't uh-huh. fight for shit. No, but okay. But here's the thing. Mm-hmm. Nuns with knives and grabbing weapons and shit. Cool. Good. Cool. Oh, yes. Yes. Very cool scene. All about that. And then they then they stood and- <laughs> They took out one. To, one took out one of them. They were going to hold off. Their, no, no, no. You have an edged weapon and you're fighting a man with a gun. You don't stand him down. He's <laughs> going to shoot you. <laughs> You rush but those, him. Okay, <laughs> it's okay. insane that they stopped and stood there with their edged weapons against yeah. guns and yeah. were like, bring well, it on. The, the By one bringing thing it on, they meant bullets. Yeah, <laughs> but it's, okay. The one thing I'll say is though, they're using freaking muskets, which one shot one of them and was an inaccurate, potentially One of them was using shot. a musket and, oh, was and it he just one landed his shot. Oh, okay. And he landed his damn But shot. I like the idea of a musket because it only has one shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, okay, we can get through this it's one shot. Yeah. Keep it moving. Yeah. Yeah. One of them had like that trumpet gun, you know, the like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. elephant type gun or some shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. Elephant, that's a giant shotgun. That's like a huge. But isn't there a handgun version gun. of that or something? Like a shorter gun like that? Well, no, know. but you know what? The one guy had was mm-hmm. those, those, uh, oh, what are they called? Those, those pistols that pirates mm-hmm. carry. He had one of those blunderbuss. Oh, one of them had oh, okay. A blunderbuss. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah that, was cool. those, that was dumb. The nun shouldn't have done that. Dan, the only thing that worries me about this show, the only actual, because I don't care about The Walking Dead, they have, yeah. there's like three other shows. Um, the only thing that worries me is that this looks like it's going to be real hardcore religious. Mm, I don't think so. I don't I think so. Do think well, they so. take off the habits. So I'll say that. You said about hiding in habits, but they're using the ha- They take the oh, habits yeah, off. But you know what I meant. To get on the roads. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, um, I, they're, they're, they're setting it up like that, but in a way, I kind of appreciate mm. it because there was such an absence of that in the original Walking Dead that I think they're going from a, oh, from a different I, approach. Of, I think there, uh, I thought there was an absence of that because there was an absence of humans. Like, like no. the world had become no. a place of just like 
the logic and reasoning keeps you alive. And that's all you've got time for. Well, that's the thing. That's what I'm saying is like, yeah, we follow characters that were so just trying to survive. Like who cares? Why can we think about religion? Like we can't even barely survive. But these, uh, th- this is well, presenting like a little bit different. Uh, was was Morgan a priest? No, no, no. No, the, the other dude guy. from The Wire the was a priest. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I forget his name too. Um, yeah, I always forget. But he was cool. He yeah, he lost an eye at one point. You know, he was a uh, he, he, he good did, character. He was the worst character at the beginning. Like the character yeah. that kept surviving oh, yeah, you and hated, you hated him. him. Yep. And then I remember that he eventually like, got, and he felt guilty too that he kept living. Oh yeah, too. Right? He hates yeah, yeah. himself. That's yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah, yeah. He, but he still did that bad thing. Like mm-hmm. whether or not then he locks a bunch of people in the church or something, right? Oh, that's right. Yeah. He, he, he gets he's the reason a bunch of people die. Yeah. Uh, no, the reason I the reason I'm upset about the the religious aspect uh-huh. is the way that the way that she convinces him to go is half he's just like, well, it's on the way and you know how to get there. Like like yeah. the place you need to go is almost the place I need to go yeah, and exactly. you know how to get there, so yeah. show me. Yeah. Uh but the other half of convincing him was entirely like this boy has a fate that is necessary and blah, and that stuff to me does not belong in The Walking Dead. Yeah, but that, oh, that fate was and all that stuff doesn't belong. And yeah, okay, maybe it changed, maybe it's different. But yeah. when I left, that would have seemed that was insane for Rick Grimes. Yeah, I'd, either way, like, um, because that was the, like I told you, like uh, that was the early part of like her trying to convince him before that end part, and he wasn't no, going for that. Still, he wasn't going for that. She says that's his. That's his. That's her original sales pitch. But yeah, even but he in go the final it. sales pitch, yeah. it's still part of the pitch. Yeah, well, it's just partly because this the lady died, and like it was the, the helplessness. Trying to convince Daryl, I think the show's convincing its audience that it's about mm-hmm. fate and this boy's destiny. I think it is, but, but but it's just like anything. Like it's all set up. Like this is a destination place, and it, we know that that's like not a you know it's never what it they're making we, it seem like. The show you know? can absolutely end up in a place where she has a crisis of conscience or a crisis of faith, and 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 discards it. That absolutely thing. The kid could yeah. die. And then her the her world is so rocked that that's an interesting aspect. Yeah. But I'm saying that the way that this first episode is presented, it's possible for this show to go the entire run being about getting this Jesus boy to like holy people. And if that's yeah. what it is, and we'll, we'll we'll touch back on this after the show is finished, I will be very disappointed. Yeah. No. No. I feel you. Um. It's only six episodes, so either oh, that's quick. Yeah. They got to uh get there fast get <laughs> or they don't and it's multiple seasons before they even get there or something i don't oh, know what yeah. they're gonna you know what I oh it's two seasons absolutely. guaranteed isn't it hold uh, on okay i think it's yep. two Let me or is it a up. half and a half i think they well it's that it's the um the Andor uh proposition yeah they signed up two seasons so they're just doing oh, okay like the walking dead already kind of does with the half and half mm-hmm. type deal so that's fine um okay. so that guy's following along right the guy that's uh that Daryl shot that's like on the run. The guy, the non uh, Boba, not Fett, Boba, not Boba Fett, is uh, gonna be following them, obviously, right? Like oh, on their journey. That is for something sure. that I was wondering. Yeah, like he was shot. I shot guess. in the so he was uh, running away shoulder, in the back. arm, but yeah. barely. He didn't seem like he was in that much pain. He mm-hmm. didn't seem like he was in danger. He was running from Daryl because Daryl had a gun and mm-hmm. was shooting him. Right? Yes, exactly. It seemed like he could kick Daryl's ass. <laughs> really. It seemed like he could whoop uh, Daryl's ass pretty. pretty yeah, well. yeah. It was just the gun. It was the gun situation. Yeah. He Daryl visibly, audibly runs out of bullets. Yeah. 
and that dude keeps running. Well, it's weird too because they he comes back like they go and light that fire, and then he's still there, just like came back, circled back, just to stare at them and then drive off again. Like that part didn't make sense to me. There are moments in the show where people do things that don't make sense, and I thought that was like not great. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I don't know. There's enough cool stuff, enough little variances, uh, yeah. the world building stuff. So I'm, I'm about, uh, and the French aspect. Like I like just superficially, just um, something different. It adds something. Yeah. Um. Oh, and then just lastly, this stupid thing that like the lady, the girl who, uh, with the old man right before he dies. Um, she's like translating from her little book and it didn't mm-hmm. connect with me until after that she translated. She was saying things have gone pear shaped yes. as like a phrase in English and yep. then things do go pear shaped for mm-hmm. them. So I was like, oh, um, that's very... and that is his book. That is, uh, the book was that Daryl's that Daryl was using to oh. translate that. Oh, sign the other way that he found to go the other the way. Poster oh, that he right. found. Yeah. Right. Yeah. right. 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 That's his, uh, okay. Mr. French dictionary. Yeah, yeah. Uh, when the boy picks up the guitar and the girl is singing at the fireplace, yeah. I wanted to throw my computer out the window. I was, I was what? like, "What the hell is this?" No, I liked it. I was, I was, no. I was fine with no. it. No, it was a moment. I like a moment. Things I've ever seen. I didn't think it was a moment. No, I, I didn't think they earned it. I didn't think that that poor the singing girl, the black nun, she uh-huh. got nothing. I could tell she was a character from the beginning. The way that the camera like held on her. Uh, and stuff like that but they gave her so little and then they're like and she's one of she's the only survivor that's not one of the named characters <laughs> i thought yeah. it was a little awkward i thought it was weird um no i th- i got good vibes about this show and i'm just checking the critics i didn't even see the critics uh stuff oh i was I, curious I, I figure it's the Walking Dead. It's a long-running series. It almost doesn't matter what the critics think, kind of, you know. Well, no, but it uh, it, it doesn't it doesn't matter at all because, um, uh, yeah, it's, it's going to have an thing. audience. Yeah, but still, it's actually got a 90 percent rotten seventy Metacritic. So that's pretty positive, actually, more positive mm-hmm. than um than Changeling, and that's kind of what I would say based on the first episode. So, I definitely I'm think curious. Changeling has more artistry in play. And has yes. more oh. interesting concepts. I think it's prettier. I think it's better acted. But I can uh, tell you, like what I was saying about comparing zombies. Sh- yeah. <laughs> exactly, that's true. We're gonna have something maybe crazier than no action, no action like like the lock. But it's like the vibe, like the like changeling moves like really fast paced, sweating, cutting between time periods, whatever. And there's something I liked about Daryl that's like takes Just its story. time, kind of takes its one, time. One like, story walking through, we're yeah, just walking through one story. And admittedly, we got a lot of action in this first episode. There was like yeah. three or four fights. Like, it's a decent amount. And that yeah. big fight with the nuns at the end, that was a big scene. It, was, it took a long time. Yeah, for sure. All right. All right. Buddy. So you're going to keep watching this. I'm going to think I'm gonna, keep watching yeah. Changeling. It's only six. If it was longer, I don't know, because I'd be like, ah, it's going to drag out. But Changeling is eight, right? Changeling is eight. You think you're going to stick with that, huh? I think that's going to be the one. Oh, cool. Especially because the four vibe. If you get through a show, I'm there with you. If you get through a show... Um, so, I mean, yeah. We might we, come back to do the, the end yeah. if I get all the way through. Heck yeah. Uh, if we do, you will hear it from us. If not, what are we doing next week, Dan? Oh, God. Am I committing to this? I'm committing. I'm committing. I don't know. We're doing don't Peaky, know. Peaky Blind is season, season one. Season one. The yeah. Breaking Blind. I got five more to see. I've all seen right. the first episode now like three times, I believe. Mm-hmm. So now I just got to keep that motor humming. I'm into the show. I I love the, the first episode. Show. The first yeah. episode has a lot going for it. I got a few little nitpicky things that weirdnesses for me myself just uh, working through. But uh, so yeah, so let's do that. 
That's all right. Sure. Peaky Blinders next week. We'll see you sure. at the Morrison. Until then, adios. Now, watch.